Welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. This podcast is about learning from and being inspired by people who have been successful because they found what they were passionate about, created something special, and most of all, they gave themselves permission to go and do it. The genesis of this podcast is the inspirational lives of Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and their world-changing impact. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place advisors come to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello and welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. I can't wait to talk to our next guest. She's not only a very successful financial advisor, but she also runs an important foundation that sits next to her heart. Her story is a book on how to persevere through the worst of times and believe in yourself, even when you don't really know how to. Please welcome Regina Faison, who's the founder of Faison Wealth Strategies. Thank you for being with us today, Regina. Thank you for having me, Doug. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and what made you choose a career in financial services? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I started in the securities industry back in 1990. <laughs> um, and I worked in admin and I, I actually, how I came into the business is I was working in sales and I was at this company totally unrelated to the industry. <laughs> Um, and the, one of the, um, reps that I was working with was leaving and going to work for back then it was called Dean Witter, which is now Morgan Stanley. And, uh, so he left that company. It was like a male company, totally unrelated to the industry, but he had told me, he says, Hey, um, you should go look, um, over there. They're looking for, um, some people in admin to come in to work with the sales reps and everything. So that's how I uh, first got into this industry, totally not planned. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I, I started out at uh, Dean Water Rentals and I was working in admin and with the branch manager. And that's how I, I first got introduced to the business. And then I started handling uh, my own client base back in 1999. Um, right before the tech bubble. That was when I was, that, that was when I went over to um, one of the bigger firms at the time. And I started handling my own client base back in 1999, right before the tech bubble. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> what was it like starting to get started as a woman at a wirehouse at that time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know my time there, I was at a wirehouse for a time and it was very, very male driven. Very much so. Male driven golf tournament. They were, they were on the golf course. And yeah, so I, I definitely, you know, felt like a fish out of water um, there at the time. Cause there wasn't a lot, there, there wasn't a lot of women there. And then also too, there was even less minority women, but you know, it was quite an experience and it, but it definitely helped me grow and kind of just, uh for me, you know, just prepare me for, for the business. Um, so I, I definitely don't regret, um, coming in. It's, it's been a blessing. Um, and you know, sometimes when you just get thrown into the wolves, that's where you either sink or swim. So, and you swam. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what about the business did you like about it, about working with clients? So, you know, I really, I, I love working with people. I love talking to people. I love hearing about, you know, where they came from, their childhood, and um, and just kind of seeing what their, uh, what their hot buttons are. Um, because a lot of times, too, we can't see our own weaknesses, you know, but others, you know, can. And, and you'd just be amazed by just having a conversation um, with the person, how much you learn just simply by asking about their childhood. You know, where'd you grow up? Um, you, you'd learn a lot, you know, from that. But, um, but I like just helping people through the seasons of their lives. There's, there's so many different seasons that we go through. Um, in life. And I, my whole thing is helping them walk through the seasons of their financial life, their, their dreams, their hopes, their visions, just everything. But it starts with having a plan so that you can be prepared for the unexpected. And on the flip side, as well as the expected, because there's things that come up in life that we anticipate, but then there's those unexpected events that we, that just, we don't prepare for. Yeah. So life was pretty good. You're working at this firm, you're growing your client base. You have a successful husband that spent some time in the NFL, two small kids to raise. And then there's a sudden change. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. In um, 2004, my life changed in an instant. Um, unexpected, unexpected. Lost my husband at a very young age. 36, we were just in the building stages, you know, of our lives. Our sons at the time were only seven and nine. And I can tell you, I was not prepared, <laughs> you know, being in, the, you couldn't have told me that I would have been a widowed single mother at the age of 35. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And you were incredibly not prepared for this event like anybody wouldn't but um financially emotionally and you went into a period of as you call it your nine years of darkness mm -hmm. yeah yes absolutely i actually was uh i suppressed during that time and uh because i didn't want to feel i didn't want to face the reality you know of of that I didn't have my life partner, my best friend, um, the father to my sons, who was everything, you know, to them and to me. And um, so I tried to function the best way I, could, I knew how, which was not really a, you know, a good thing, but I suppressed, I held all of those feelings down and just kind of was like on autopilot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just uh, my focus was my son's. My clients at the time, they, you know, I just kind of pushed on and um, continued to uh, service them, but I didn't really, I wasn't really growing at that time, to be transparent and honest. I, I wasn't, it was just where it was at the time, but, um, and, and I didn't even know at the time, I didn't know that I was in that dark period, you know, for that long, nine years, I didn't know because I was suppressing and I was thinking, Hey, okay, I can, you know, I'm pushing through my kids are good. Okay. I still have this. And, but I was, I was not in a good place at all. 
not you, you also found out you weren't prepared financially because of a delay in getting some documents signed, which yes. really puts you in a stressful position financially with a new mortgage and, and whatnot. Absolutely. Yes. Um, ironically, at the time when Derek um, passed, it literally two days before he passed, we were in my kitchen. We were down in the kitchen talking. We were getting ready to go to a, um, we were taking my sons to a football camp that one of his um, uh, friends, uh, mentors actually, that he mentored uh, growing up was having. And at the same time, I was getting all of our planning together. So I had our plans. And I said, okay, we have to, we have to go down. We have our appointment with my attorney to get our trust done. And then we had insurance. We had our physical schedule. And that day we were supposed to go in to, um, to meet with Jim, uh, who was our attorney to sign the documents. Cause we had already went in and formed, but you know, when you, they get the trust, you have to go back in and notarize it and everything. And, and that day, Jim and Colin said he needed to reschedule. And I remember I was in the kitchen and then Derek said, what's wrong? I said, well, um, Jim needs to, you know, we need to go in and see him on Tuesday instead. And he was like, okay. And I said, but I'm leaving Sunday. You know, this was Friday. I said, I'm leaving Sunday. And I wanted to, uh, I want to get all this taken care of, you know, because I was going to a, a business event back, back east. So I was flying out. And then Derek, I remember Derek just put his hand on me and he was like, babe, don't worry, nothing's going to happen to you. You know, and I, I just remember that and instantly, like Derek, he was always able to put me at ease and, you know, cause I was more of the planner and always had to have everything in place. And, and he always wanted me to, Hey, it's all good. <laughs> so I just said, yeah, you're right. I said, okay, we'll handle it. When I get back, you're right. Babe. You're right. And of course I left that Sunday and, um, when I touched down in um, New Jersey and I got the call Sunday night, I got to my hotel, got a call Sunday night that he was gone just that quick. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. So you have to regroup for your kids. You mm -hmm. struggle for those nine years. Mm -hmm. um, you make it through. Um, how did you emerge from those, that, that, those nine years of darkness? Oh, man, I tell you, I, I honestly give it to God. There's no other way. If God, God brought me out, God had his hands on me. He had his hands on my sons. And it was that faith. Cause we always were a family of faith. My sons and I, um, even, you know, when Derek was here, we always had a great deal of faith. And it was that faith that carried us through. Um, my sons and I are extremely close. Um, and what we endured together, because they went through through it as well. I mean, they lost their dad, their hero, you know, and, but just going through that made us tighter. It made us stronger. And we kept pushing through. We kept pushing through um, towards that high mark. You know, I call it, we just kept enduring and pushing through. And I, I just could not be more proud to be the mother to my sons. They were amazing boys, didn't give me any trouble, you know, and they're even amazing more young men 
now I'm just so proud. And I know their dad is just smiling down looking at him right now. So, but, uh, but yeah, it was by the grace of God, uh, honestly, that, and, and I had to endure, I knew that I had to walk through that because that experience made me stronger. It made me better. And it made me more in tune to where I can connect and I can see it in others when they're going through these unexpected events that come up in life and how it impacts them. So it just, unless you go through it, you can't put yourself in that person's shoes, but it helps me to be able to connect and see and, um, and hopefully, you know, be able to, um, interject and help them come out of that because I know it all too well. What did your perseverance thinking back now, what did your perseverance mean to you and your boys and how they look at you? Because you were two people now, you were both. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, my sons, (laughs) they, they always say that they thank God, you know, for me and, um, that I was just an, they, they tell me, they were like, you were the best mom we could ever ask for. And, um, and I did, I, I stepped in to try to fill that void. Another part (laughs) of that darkness thinking I was, cause in my mind back then where I was, it's like, okay, I gotta be mom. I gotta be dad too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, you can't be that. You can only be mom and mom is enough, you know? So just that, me, you know, persevering, you know, pushing through and just the relationship that I have, that I still have today, you know, with my sons, but we were always talking, you know, about faith. We were always talking about faith and, um, and, and where, where all, you know, all the power, you know, comes, comes from and who's responsible for everything, because we always say that, Hey, none of this is here. We're here. We have gifts. We are to share. The gifts are not for us. They're for others. And that's how we always, that's how we live our lives. That's how my sons are. And, you know, and I tell them, do not waste one gift that God has given you. I said, because it's not for you, it's for others, but you're going to be blessed by it. So, um, but yes, but we, we are strong. We're a strong unit in a family. We call ourselves a little phase on three legacy. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, um, I, I'm, it's definitely a blessing. And I, yeah. Your life experience has shaped how you work as a financial advisor. And you talked a little bit about your seasons and mm-hmm. work with all your clients this way. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's only our own life experiences where our true growth comes from. Because when the unexpected happens, you're either going to rise or fall to that circumstance. So when I'm really passionate about helping others, my clients and people and friends is helping them manage their own seasons of their life, because we all go through unexpected events. It's part of life. It's part of life. We all go through it. And with proper planning, we can, you know, prepare. It's not that we can stop the events from happening because it's part of life. But what I like to do is be present and alongside my clients. Because again, I believe everyone can be their own hero and get 
their lives on track to achieve their dreams with peace, vision, and focus. So um, that is that is really what I, you know, what came out of my experience and just kind of helping others because I know how I was impacted. So I knew if that happened to me, there's so many, you know, it's part of life and there's so many others that it's happening to and they need help on how to maneuver and get through those. And it's all, you know, and a big part of that is too, is accountability too, and having a plan and having someone that you trust to help you walk through getting your financial house in order um, as well. You also help people today through the foundation you created in Derek's name. Tell me about that. Yeah, so the Derek Faison Foundation uh, was obviously set up in memory of my husband. And our focus is um, to, uh, to create, um, we really want to share um, our story because I do go around and I, I do um, share the story. Uh, of what happened with Derek, but the main thing is, is we want to help reduce the number of lives that are lost every year annually to heart disease and sudden cardiac arrest because it is now the number one killer. Um, but we also um, mentor and support um, our youth, underprivileged youth through the meaning of faith. So we wanna support um, those um, less fortunate that have, every bit of intellectual and intellectual property up here but they just may not have the resources to get to that college they want to go or to get to that career they want to go so that's why it's really important and it was one of um uh derek's uh passions is is to help youth in that are struggling in that area which is why he was working he worked in alternative ed so um education so um, he definitely touched a lot of lives and uh, so we just want to continue on you know that legacy um of touching and reaching our youth but uh, but most importantly as well it, increasing the awareness and education on heart disease and sudden cardiac arrest because there's so many walking around with heart disease and they don't even know it. It's a silent killer and there's just things, little things that, you know, you can do to make sure that you are, um, your heart is healthy, your overall well-being, And um, yeah, so that's really important. It is. And we'll Thank be sure to uh, put his foundation in the show notes, but let's talk about another change. You uh -huh. made a change in your affiliation with a partner. What were you looking for? And how did you think about your options when you were searching for one? Okay. So I will say this, that when, yes, I did. I just recently in the last what, three months <laughs> made, a, mm -hmm. made a move over to Kingswood and changed my broker dealers. And I, I will tell you, I am not one to move around a lot. I've been in this industry 32 years now, and I can count on one hand how many times I've moved. So I will say that to get me to move is a big um, thing. and. And I, I value and appreciate relationships um, with, um, so I'm, I'm appreciative to everyone that I've worked with in my 30 years. But Kingswood, they, um, I'll tell you why I made this choice. 
is I felt that they were ahead. Number one, they were ahead of the curve with the COVID era, the pandemic we were just coming out of. Um, they were better. They were already equipped te technology wise versus, you know, the other firms that have been around long, long time. They had to adjust and change their systems. And basically it was unexpected. <laughs> what happened? There, there's an unexpected event, COVID. That was totally unexpected. Who saw that coming, right? So, um, so that was one of the um, one of the the reasons that I had moved. Um, one of the big big reasons that I had moved. What What do you find that you've been there for three months now? What's What's different about the place? So, what's different about Kingswood? Um, although you know they're smaller, but they're actually not that small. But they make you feel. They give you that small family type feel because they give you that special attention and focus that they give me. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, the other advisors as well. Mm -hmm. They give you a family feel, you know, which I love. I mean, I can call and text anytime and get a response. And you just don't get that at other. And I come from big name firms and to be on a first base you know, first name basis and have someone, you know, call and text, hey, how's it, you know, going? Okay, what do you need? Uh, that That's really nice. Uh, you know, that service to me, that personal service, I'm all about service. So that goes a long way, you know, with me. And, um, and I just really, that's what I like about, you know, Kingswood. They've been, they've, they've been really like a family, you know, they've been there every, you know, step away, anything I need, it's been, it's been, it's been great. Last question. As you know better than anyone, today is the gift. But what are you planning for in terms of your future for your firm? Mm. So for phase on wealth strategy, I'm really excited about the future um, here because we're we're planning to grow. I want to bring on more um, brokers and build. And that's another reason why I came to Kingswood, because they're giving me that ability to grow and bring more on, which is which is great. And, you know, the past coming out, because I know there's so many that need our services and support, especially coming off of the last two years, because it's been a different season for so many and extremely difficult, you know, with a lot of um, experiences and losses. So we're, you know, I'm personally equipped to handle the different seasons that so many are walking through. So I'm really, I really am looking forward to growing and um and I'm excited, definitely for our future. We're, we're definitely um, uh, handling not only the the client strategies for um, financial planning, retirement, 401k, all of that, but we also um, have our phase on you know insurance services as well. Um, so we're bringing out different um, products um, as well on the health side and the life side as well. So yeah, we're we're definitely growing. We're excited and. I'm just, I'm just excited and happy to be with Kingswood because they've just been a great partner and a great support to take phase on wealth strategy to the next level. So I'm excited for the future. That's great. Regina, you've been just wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank okay. you, Good Doug. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Great. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, 
the Permission to Succeed team. This is Doug Heikinen.